You're about to listen to a true story told live because this is True Stories Live. Brought to you by LJ Hope Productions, Norwich Arts Centre and me, Molly Naylor. Individually, I just cannot imagine what it's going to be like when they are on the stage at the same time. Let's find out together live. Please welcome Aid and Jem. I think we've just been overhyped. Really seriously overhyped. Hi, I'm Jem. Um, this Hi, is. Hey. Are you going to do that all the way through? I made. She's going to do that all the way through. Um, uh, yeah, it's my wife, Aid, and um, we got married some time ago. <laughs> and, um, you know, um, when, you, when you go on a dating site, which is how we met, um, it always reminds me of a comment that a guy called Lord Kagan made, which is that all political careers end in failure by necessity. So by putting yourself on a dating site, you're, you're just putting it out there that every other relationship you've ever had has been a complete disaster. Otherwise, you wouldn't be there. <laughs> Barring acts of God, you know, the, the assumption is... That and you we're atheists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'd recently... This was about um, 13 years ago. I'd recently moved back from London... And um, I'd had one disastrous relationship with a, a work colleague. And um, I was seeing the same group of people that I'd seen before I moved to London, kind of 20 years beforehand. And I thought, I need to broaden my options. So I, I made a kind of modest profile, kind of self-deprecating. <laughs> you know how these things are. And um, I put myself out there. And... Um, and after a couple of experiences that very nearly convinced me that this was a really, really bad idea, um, this woman contacted me. And um, we met at the forum for a coffee. And I thought, oh, she's really nice, but she's a bit straight. And, uh, and we left, the, um, we left the, the Marzano coffee bar at the forum. And I said, do you fancy a pint? And she went, oh, yeah. So we went for a pint, and we didn't run out of things to talk about. We just didn't. Can I just interrupt here at this point? Because one of the things we did because talk about... Partly because she interrupts me all the time. Yeah, I so interrupt all the time. Right. One of the things... That, are there, is there anybody here from UBA? Well, I know there are. Yeah. So one of the things we talked about... I went to UBA in the 90s, right? And, um, and there, was a, there was this mythology about all of these Bacchanalian-type parties and people wearing togas and getting very drunk and doing all sorts of things. And I was saying, you know, it's like this, you have this mythology around UEA, and, and I remember hearing this story about this particular party, and Jem just suddenly went very sheepish, and what did you say, Jem? I said, yeah, my, one of the bands I was in performed at that thing you're talking about. It happened. He wore a toga. No, it wasn't a toga. Oh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't a, toga. a toga. It was a long black robe. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> and very fetching it was, too. Yeah. Anyway, you've completely made me lose my place. 
Anyway, so this woman contacted me. We met. We went um, for a drink. And the next Saturday, uh, I invited her to the acoustic um, open mic session, which used to run in the main hall here. And it ought to run again, because it was a really good thing. And we ran into a friend of mine, and I introduced her. And, um, and he seemed to like her. And um, then and we had a couple more dates. We went to the coast and had a long, very, very breezy walk. And, uh, and we still didn't run out of things to talk about, partly because she kept interrupting whenever I tried to say anything. So that tends to extend the conversation. Um, and this all, and I knew that she had um, a couple of kids by this time. Um, but like I say, you know, when you get to my age in life, if you do put yourself out there, you're admitting that you have messed up every relationship you've ever been in in some way or another. And, well, possibly. Um, and uh, then the about three weeks into this situation, I got an email from you. So, yeah, I met this man on Guardian Soulmates. <laughs> yeah, that man, yeah. actually. Yeah, I had met someone else as well. I had met another one, but really, he was not a good idea. Um, <laughs> And, and yeah, he was lovely, and we did, we did talk, and he was very funny, and, um, and I was also in a very similar position that I wasn't going to take any risks, I wanted to take things slowly. Actually, what I really wanted was somebody to have fun with on a Saturday night. I needed to kind of keep this simple, if I could possibly do that. Um, and, you know, simple. Um, and, you know, because I had small kids as well, I didn't want to complicate things. But, and, and me taking things slowly is a bit of an anathema. It's not something I've made a, much of a habit of over the years, which is why I've had so many disastrous relationships. So I was setting itself, myself up for a challenge there. But, but the other thing, which is what was in the email, that I hadn't told him was that um, I'd, I'd just been to the Norfolk and Norwich Hospital to have a colposcopy. And for the women in the audience, they might know what a colposcopy is. It's where they take a shaving of your cervix to check for cancer cells. Um, and about two days after our final kind of date, the walk, the romantic sort of blowy walk on the beach, I got the letter from the Norfolk and Norwich Hospital saying, can you come in and see us? Uh, can you come to the gynecological department? And it was like, oh, okay, I think I know what this letter means. So I didn't tell him, uh, I didn't actually tell anybody, and I sort of, well, I know, I did tell a couple of people, and I went down for this appointment uh, on my own, which they were slightly concerned about because they thought I was going to have hysterics. But anyway, I had cervical cancer. And at the time, they said, we are going to give you a full hysterectomy, lymphectomy, take the whole lot out. It's a really good fucking way to start a relationship. So being a coward, I wrote an email, and I said... This is your opportunity to exit stage left. It is entirely up to you. I will utterly and totally understand. I have got two small children. I have got cancer. I don't know where this is going. I don't know what will be left of me by the time they finish with me. Really, don't worry. And about a day later, I got an email back saying, I could read you books. <laughs> I could... <laughs> I've got a big teapot and I like making tea. Um, and why don't I just stick around and see what happens and we can take it slowly. And it actually turned out that they do the scan stuff and all that shit and actually uh, it, I had to have chemotherapy and I had to have radiotherapy and I had to have a torture which is known as brachytherapy 
I don't recommend it to anybody. And I don't rec recommend going through it with someone that you like a lot and seeing yes, them go through it. it really walking away fun. and leaving someone in that room is not... not but good. anyway, moving on. Um, and so what it meant actually was we had to take it really, really slowly. Um, we, uh, we just kept on seeing each other. He stepped in and, and Henry, who is also in the room, is one of the people who helped me with the kind of chemo days and, and helped me through all of that. And, and they set up a rotor and loads of people. And, and actually, can I say this? You're going to fucking kill me because we haven't talked about this. But... <laughs> Cartoon sound of someone running away. <laughs> After brachytherapy, they prescribe sex. You have to have so sex. She said, no, no, really, no, really. You do. <laughs> Otherwise, it stops working. And so, not only did this man go through four months with me of treatment and me throwing up and having horrible headaches and this, that, and the other, but when the time came and I said, "We have to have sex now," <laughs> he did. <laughs> so. I hope never have to have to say here we go again because I think I'm here. Thank you very much. Aiden Jem! Thank you so much. True Stories Live is a story show and story finding project brought to you by LJ Hope Productions, Norwich Arts Centre and me, Molly Naylor. For more information about all of the work that we do, head to our website truestorieslive.co.uk.